This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. February 28, 1991. Artie Mitchell, the younger of the Mitchell brothers, the porn kings of San Francisco, is dead. Shot to death at the age of 45 in his modest home in Corte Madera. His brother Jim is in custody for the murder. It's a shocking end to the story of the boys from Antioch who revolutionized the porn business. In the mid-60s, Jim Mitchell was a film student at San Francisco State who had a job at an X-rated theater. Those were dark, dingy places that men in raincoats would skulk their way into before the home video market came along and gave them a little more privacy. With his brother Artie, he disrupted that business by leasing an old building on the corner of Polk and O'Farrell and turning it into the O'Farrell Theater. It was clean and comfortable with plush seats and first-class projection and sound equipment. Their timing was perfect. It was 1969, and the sexual revolution was spreading. It wasn't just free love for the hippies anymore. Now respectable middle- and upper-class couples became part of the clientele at places like the O'Farrell Theater. The problem was the movies. They were still cheap and grainy and ugly. So the Mitchell brothers began to make their own with bigger budgets and more ambitious production values. One of them became what the Chronicle would later call the Gone with the Wind of Porn. It was called Behind the Green Door, and it starred Marilyn Chambers. She was a model who at the time was featured holding a baby on boxes of ivory snow laundry soap. The Mitchell brothers played on ivory soap's slogan in press materials by calling her 99 and 44 one hundredths percent impure. Along with Deep Throat, also released in 1972, Behind the Green Door ushered in porn chic. X-rated movies became almost mainstream. Behind the Green Door was screened at the Cannes Film Festival, and it was reviewed by daily newspaper critics like Roger Ebert. It was not unusual for celebrities and prominent business people to let themselves be seen at the Mitchell Brothers O'Farrell Theater. By 1975, Herb Kane was writing about incidents at the theater as if they'd happen at any other night spot. In one item, Jim Mitchell spots Daniel Ellsberg in the O'Farrell Theater lobby. Ellsberg was famous for releasing the Pentagon Papers. Mitchell invites him upstairs to their office to see a rough cut of the brothers' latest movie, Sodom and Gomorrah. Ellsberg doesn't like it. Kane quotes him saying, After the many enjoyable hours you have given me with Marilyn Chambers and Green Door... I hate to leave on a critical note. In the 70s, the brothers made live entertainment the centerpiece of the O'Farrell Theater, stripping. By then, they also had 10 other theaters all over the state, as far away as Orange County. One of their many innovations was lap dancing, which was also one of the many things that got the theater raided on the regular throughout the 70s and early 80s, as various police and city officials tried to get the joint shut down on obscenity and prostitution charges. But the heat eventually eased off as the Mitchell brothers and their theater became San Francisco institutions. By the time Jim Mitchell was convicted of shooting Artie, those who testified on his behalf at sentencing included mayor and former police chief Frank Jordan, another former police chief, Richard Hongisto, Sheriff Michael Hennessy, and supervisor, future DA, Terrence Hallinan. So why'd Jim shoot Artie? 
Jim always maintained that he didn't remember the night in question. It was rainy and Jim went to Artie's house. He kicked in the front door. Artie's girlfriend called 911 when she heard the shots. Police quickly arrived and saw Jim walking away from the house awkwardly. He wasn't glad to see them. He had a shotgun stuffed down his pants leg. Their mother said Jim had always been Artie's protector. Friends and family said they were close. They did everything together. They bickered and argued at times, but there was never violence. Just a year before, Jim had helped rescue his younger brother from drowning in a riptide off Ocean Beach. Recently, though, Party Artie's drug and alcohol issues were becoming a problem, and he'd been behaving erratically. Jim's defense was that he'd gone to Artie's house for an intervention that the whole family wanted, but something had gone wrong. Artie's children maintained that the shooting was the result of a business dispute. Jim Mitchell was convicted of voluntary manslaughter and sentenced to six years at San Quentin. A footnote of the trial is that it featured the first use of 3D computer animation to illustrate the crime scene. Jim was paroled after three years and went back to running the theater in 1997. It's still there. Jim Mitchell died of an apparent heart attack in 2007. He was 63. I'm King Kaufman, and this has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Get great journalism today and support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for a Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod. We now return you to your century.